a lot of you and I, are probably with me that you feel not enough. Um, you feel like, well, I don't. Maybe there's some. Maybe there's times you think this. You know, I really don't pray enough. I don't pray like I should. Uh, I don't. I don't study my Bible like I should. I don't uh, give my time like I should. I don't devote myself um, to visiting people like I should. And listen, anytime uh, I've had any encounter with good deacons and good elders, they all feel exactly that. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Because everyone feels that way. You know, the worst human beings are the ones who are like, I'm doing pretty good. But everyone genuinely, deep down, feels, I'm not enough. And when you apply that to Christianity, sometimes that can kind of take hits at our ability to feel in actual relationship with God. So whenever I feel like I, I'm just not doing enough, I'm not, I'm not praying enough, I'm not studying my Bible like I should, when you feel like that, I want you to know you're not alone. But I also want you to know that you need to change your whole perception of how this thing works. Because it's not about achieving enough. It's not about doing enough. The Christian faith has more to do with where you are than with what you're doing and how, how well you're doing it. There's this part in Philippians, um, Philippians chapter 4, that's where we'll be today. Philippians chapter 4. And I, I don't have my slides here, so it'll be, um, we'll just hope, can you move through them for me? There's just five slides. Uh, Philippians chapter 4, he says, Therefore, my brothers, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, that is how you should stand firm. In the Lord, dear friends. He's coming off this example of himself saying, I've, I've, I've pressed on toward the goal. I've, I've done what I've hoped to do. And you should stand firm. There's this image of standing by putting your feet down, staying in place in the Lord. People act different depending on where they are. So people act differently at church or at, at, at worship when they're with their church than they do when they are at the gym or than they do when they're at work or they do whenever they're um, eating out. We change our behaviors based on where we are. When I worked at McDonald's this week, uh, July 4th was the worst time to work at McDonald's because you had people passing through. And when there's no standard on how you should act based on this present place, like so, if I go if I go to this McDonald's here and act a fool, as the kids say, then, then I will. Then Dave, it'll, news will get back to Dana Schwoke that I was acting a mess, and it'll get to David, and David will tell Jenny, and Jenny will tell Rachel, and Rachel will tell me, and I'll say goodbye. But I can be held accountable in certain places. And whenever people travel and they, they, they would come into McDonald's and you could tell the ones who were traveling because they were jerks. <laughs> they didn't care. They would just, they would, they, they would treat you however they felt you needed to be treated. 
Um, <laughs> real quick story. One time I was working a registry, July 4th, the day, and uh, a guy came up and I had, I had run, I mean, lunch was packed. And I had run out of ones and I was waiting on my manager who was also getting changed for somebody else to come back with some ones. I'm giving her some money because she was going to come back with some ones. And I was, uh, I was, this guy, I said, sir, I'm going to have to give you uh, four quarters because I, I ran out of ones, but here's your four quarters and I gave him the change. He was like, where's my money? Well, I gave you, I gave you four quarters um, just because I ran out of ones. You, you guys need to find some ones. It had been a long day. So I shut the cash register. You're right. I started looking under things. I was following orders. I didn't find any. He didn't help. Anyway, where you are matters to how you act. Some of you can clearly think of there's there's a place where I act differently, where and there's places where you feel comfortable to act a certain way to to um, let your guard down a bit. There's places where you have to have the guard way up. But it's where you are that often de uh, determines how you act. So your your parents probably said this something like, "Well, you know, if you're going to live in this house, this is how you're going to act." In this house. Why? Because the, I want your actions to be determined by where you are. And I want you to see the significance of this house. In this house, your actions matter. How you act matter because of where you are. And so Paul is said, say, listen, stand for, firm in a place. And that place happens to be in the Lord. And then he takes on, I would argue, the, th the reason or the occasion for the letter. The thing that first made him pin something to them is there's an argument. Now try to imagine this. I know it's hard. There's an argument between two people in the church. This woman named Euodia and this woman named Syntyche. Um, next slide. He says, I plead with Euodia and I plead with Syntyche. The, the dual, like, pleading. He could say, I plead with Euodia and Syntyche. But this dual pleading is like calling them out. And actually, look, in the Greek, it's their names first. He's like, Euodia, I plead with you. Syntyche, I plead with you. To be of the same mind. Now, if you put the period right there, to be of the same mind, there would be this instance of what happens with denominations, um, different groupings of church traditions. So Church of Christ and the Baptist Church and the Methodist Church, if we all got together and we said, listen, we need to be of the same mind, all three of us would then simultaneously say, and you all need to come join me. Be of the same mind, usually when we say that, what we mean is be of my mind. You need to start thinking like me because your thinking is stinking thinking. We, you, have, you have ulterior motives and I have purely and, and accurately read the scriptures. Well, that's 
obviously ridiculous if you're looking at it from the outside. Standing, being of the same mind is a, is a fruitless exercise if it's not found in the same place. If it's not governed by something bigger than our own minds. So he says, I plead with you to be of the same mind in the Lord. There, there, tend, there seems to be some sort of division in the Philippian church. And Paul, in the letter to the Philippians, says this phrase, in the Lord, more times than he says it in Romans, more times than he says it in Corinthians, more, time, more times than he says it in any other letter. For example, Romans is a 16-chapter uh, book, 16-chapter letter in our, in our Bible. Now, I don't want to say in our Bibles because he didn't write chapter 1 and start writing. So Romans was this long letter. said it seven times. Philippians, four chapters, nine times. He's trying to get them to see that they're accepting of Epaphroditus that we talked about earlier, that they're, that they're working with one another, that they're, that they're being like Jesus, that, that Euodia and Syntyche working together, being of the same mind, is not just on their own will, but it, dep it depends on where they are. Christianity is often... Like, it's often confused as some sort of system where i got to do things better. You are a Christian not because you're good at everything. If that were the case, we would, none of us would be Christian. Some of you are great, great singers. Some of you are not. I'm not I don't have anybody in mind. But some of you, some of you... Some of you pray just second nature. You drop the prayer. Some of you don't. 